0: Hey, everybody, welcome to What's Your Problem? I'm Caroline.
1: And I am Munif.
0: Welcome, guys. We are coming off a pretty exciting weekend. It was a nice high for uh, all of us here and in the podcast because Munif got to compete in his first ever Closers Olympics, and I got to help him out with companies and properties. So, Munif, tell everybody, I mean, we can, we're going to talk about it through this episode, but what happened this weekend? What is the Closers Olympics?
1: Well, holy crap. This weekend was in Sane. Um, closers Olympics is the biggest real estate sales competition that is hosted every year by the Closers Olympics committee. And they, uh, they did it this year. They had some people that they invited. I think it was like 10 closers. Um, Caroline, was it 10 or eight? There, there was some number of people who were invited to participate and they were invited way back when. And the idea is it's a sales competition and you get actual sellers to call in a time frame. And in that time frame, the, the goal is to actually get a contract signed by the seller in that time frame. Um, so you're, you're really buying houses live and showing everybody your skills at closing deals. So that is the Closers Olympics. I was not invited. <clears throat> they had open tryouts. And Pace freaking Morby goes on his wholesale hotline podcast goes, I bet $5,000 my students could go up, go there and make it to the finals for the Closers Olympics, $5,000. And he goes, I was in the comments. He goes, Manif, go apply, go text Elijah, go apply for the open tryouts. I bet $5,000 you or Dan Quijano make it into the final round. And we did, we, um, we did the open tryouts, which is a role play competition. And, um, I was, I had another obligation that weekend. I was actually in Austin, Texas for the formula one race for my best friend, Matt's bachelor party, which he's getting married this upcoming weekend. So I was in the formula one race. Um, pace throws me into the fire, right? I get, I think I had like four days to prepare for the role play. Like I didn't even know um, what the closers Olympics was before pace actually shouted me out. I actually, I, I'm very new to real estate. So well, I, wait, hang
0: on. How Don't just mention you're very new to real estate. How new to real estate are you?
1: I have um, my first, I found, I'm going to make a post Caroline. I have my first post on sub two, like when I joined, like uh-huh. I, I have a screenshot of it. I joined March 20th of this year.
0: March 20th of this year, we're recording this episode on November 9th of this year.
1: This is crazy. I literally have this. It, it has 24 likes with one of them being my cousin. And it's like, hi, sub two. I recently joined the mentorship and I'm working my way through the course videos. I want to introduce myself. I'm Munif. I'm located in the DMV area and I'm loving the content and the community and how this mentorship provides so much value. Everyone is super friendly and welcoming. Special shout out to Tristan who reached out to me and helped me figure out some stuff for my leads. Thank you, Tristan. Super grateful to be part of this community. Keep, keep being awesome. I can't wait to grow and give back.
0: <laughs> uh, that's um, wild.
1: Isn't that crazy? Jeez. March- that's so cool, man. So
0: so, anyways, you're new to real estate. You got it started at uh, the end of March. We are just at the beginning of November. So. Yes. Didn't know what the closers Olympics was no
1: idea what it was. Pace is like, go do the tryouts. I do the tryouts. The tryouts are the weekend I'm in Texas for the formula one race. We're at the racetrack. It's wild. The the day before the race. So the cars are all going the fastest they can qualify. And I'm like two hours before the thing. I'm like, guys, I got to go. They're like, Oh, it's your thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's my thing. I got to go. So I leave the race. I go to the parking lot. It's like a mile out of the racetrack. There's a parking lot. And I get to the parking lot and I dial into the Zoom. No service. Zero service. There's too many people, the too high density, zero service. I text Daniel. He's freaking out. He's like, what are you gonna do? And I'm like, I don't, I, I, I don't have the keys like in this whole thing. Like, I can't get out, I can't drive this rental car. I don't even have the keys. It's gonna take too long to get back and get the keys. So what do I do? I find vacant land. I'm like, let me get like outside. Like there's like a fence. I hop the fence and I'm like walking. And I'm like, if I walk far enough, I'm going to get service. And I walk like a mile out. Like, and there's a video, there's video footage of this where I'm like, guys, look where I'm at. I'm like in the bootings of Texas. And there's like a cell tower, like randomly. And I get like full service. And since I'm there, I'm like, let me not do the zoom. Let me dial in. So I dial in. And I get, I, I actually make it. I'm like, they're like, oh, who's that 571? It's Muneef. There's only one person dialed in. I do the role play. It's with Elijah. Elijah throws everything and the kitchen sink at me. He's just like, you're doing the seller buyer role play, right? So he's like pretending to be a seller. And he answers the phone going, who is this? Muneef, that's a stupid ass name. Who names are so Muneef? And like, that's <laughs> the seller. And you're supposed to just stay calm, stay collected. And just like, they want to vet people who crack under the pressure. So Mm -hmm. they they just give you a hard time. They're like, okay, like who can actually do an open tryout for this? If somebody's gonna laugh during this or not take this seriously, like we don't want them in the closers Olympics, right? So Mm -hmm. I made it in. Um there are judges that vote. So I actually made it in. It was it was a great thing. And Dan quijano they actually skipped him. They they actually skipped him they're gonna end the thing. And Dan's like wait a minute, I'm supposed to go. And they they try to actually I don't want to say rob him because I think that there was some miscommunication, but um, they, they tried to move on without him him participating. And he goes, no, 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 no. I'm here. You guys said it. I have screenshots. And so he the joke is he closed the judges to give him an opportunity to go. And then when he got his opportunity to go, he blew their minds and he won. And he, he was one of the six people who got in. So,
0: so only six of you were like not invited, got to do the open correct. call and made it into the actual competition.
1: Correct. Okay. There is like, I think a dozen, um, or more people who were c- contestants to like, just try out. They're like, Hey, I want to yeah. try this. And they took six of us. And, um, day one is when the six people compete against each other and they actually pick the top three from them to even be in the event. So we're wow. not even the event We're we're not even day two is when the event begins. Day you just get the one, chance
0: to even get in there.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. I, d- I didn't understand that.
1: Yeah. That was day one. Like day, like everyone who was invited, they started day two. They're in the event. Mm-hmm. And Dan and I, Dan Quijano and I, we freaking crushed day one. Like we blew everyone's socks yeah. off. Um, that was the day we got the contract signed, Caroline. That was the day. Yeah. That was like, that was day really-
0: one. So that would be one. Let's talk about this. We'll fast forward really quickly and we'll go through the details on this kind of what happened, getting the contract signed. But so you made it through day one, you got right. a contract signed. You were the first person in closer Olympics history. Let's not knock this Manif, to get a freaking contract signed while in your 30 minutes on the phone. Did you get two verbal closes on that first call as well?
1: I did. I did. So
0: you think you were the first, you scored the highest out of everybody. The first round, you had 109 points. The 109. next closest was like 84 points.
1: You're 109 is all the highest points in the competition.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So RJ Bates, he
1: got 108, but that was day three. So that was the day it counted and he got the highest yeah. points. So that's why he won. And 109, and that was because of Rochelle, you, Jeremy, and Dan. Like people don't see what's going on in the background when I'm on the phone with the seller guys, I can't comp. I don't know how to comp deals. I have the basic idea. If you give me 15 minutes, I could probably comp you a property, but I don't think I could do it in in two minutes or one minute, which is what Caroline was doing. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, I don't, I never asked you, Caroline, like what, when I'm on the phone with the seller and you have an address that you're seeing and the seller is like, yeah, I'd sell like what's going on through your head.
0: Yeah. So, well, what I want to highlight before I get into what I'm doing when I'm comping is, guys, first day, Munif got 109 points. Second day, Munif Actually, they pushed. It was such a long day. You called for a half hour, not even a half hour, 15 minutes. And then they're like, you know what? This is too late because you're calling people at 9 p.m. Eastern. That was
1: Saturday. That was day two. Yeah. That was day two. Yeah. And then
0: they're like, you know what? Hang on. Let's just push this to Sunday morning. So then you got to call the church crowd. Yes. And then I was out looking for houses to move into and I didn't get to get <laughs> your next call to help you. Cause I'm like, I, right, Sunday's my day. I got to go find this place to live. I'm in the middle of in between homes and right. uh, excuse my dogs here, but, uh, Wesley stop. So what, uh, then I missed a majority of your next call, but you placed, and I want to just recap, you got second place, Monique. I wanted to get this through the beginning of the zoom or the zoom our podcast. Cause we're on a zoom right now. You got second place. You have been in real estate since March, it's November, and you really didn't even start role-playing so till the end of April. So right. you didn't start role-playing till the end of April and practicing on this skill to be able to close and be a closer in the Olympics. So what I wanted to say before we even talk about what it's like for me to comp, I really wanted to drive home beneath you, you even said it yourself, you don't know how to comp, you don't know how to do a bunch of other things, but what you focused on these last few months is how to talk to sellers. Yes. And I know our first podcast episode, we talked about the 51st Deals, which you brought up the idea. And I, I don't know if I told you, Pace was like, you actually told me so many people are struggling because they're overwhelmed. So both of us helped create that 51st Deals mm-hmm. uh, entire challenge, which yes. we're you're going to be on there tomorrow. Tomorrow, you're going to be on the live with us. Yep. Um, and it just really goes to show what I want to drive home before I talk about the comping is you narrowed the focus and you were able to expand your reach. You narrowed your focus on one thing. You weren't getting shiny object syndrome. You weren't focusing on 15 different things at once. And I think that's something that's really great that we should drive home on, home on what's your problem. Cause you and I've talked about, what are we going to talk about on these podcasts? What are things that we're struggling with? And it really comes back to, we are overcomplicating things. Mm-hmm. We are doing too many things at once. And through this competition, You didn't worry about comps. I know some other people did not have anybody in the background comping numbers for them and they were waiting on judges, which sometimes took longer because they didn't copy the address down. They didn't know the address, how to comp it. Um, You had us, we were able to see what you were looking at and to comp it immediately and give you feedback. But I really, really, really want to drive home. You focused on one thing Mm -hmm. and you focused on it and you became a master at it. Mm -hmm. So now you're able to add more things to your tool belt in the future. Right Right. now, you know how to talk to sellers. We talked about how you only focused on cash for so long. My little phrase that I tell so many people is cash, 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 go for terms last. And that's if anybody, if you're listening to this podcast and you go back and watch the Closers Olympics, you will notice how meticulous Muneef is from the start to the finish of each call because you're going for, you're going through the four pillars. You're finding out if they're motivated. And if they weren't motivated, you're either going to see if you can get a a verbal close or because it was, it was a competition. Or if you can get something creative and then if cash doesn't work, that's when you're bringing up your creative options, which we got an option agreement for those of you that don't know, it just has the option to shoot up the, uh, the property to our investor friends um, and see if they'd like to buy. But I really wanted to drive home how meticulous you were and your preparation and look what, look where it brought you, man. Like we were just, before we even started recording us, we were just talking about like last night you were on wholesale hotline with pace. I mean, it's been a whirlwind. Everybody's like, who the heck is Munif? Nobody knew who you were. It was Nobody so did. much fun listening to the judges talk about you. They're like, <laughs> where is this guy coming from? Like you're gonna be at forever known as Latte Munif or Munif with the latte. I think that is so <laughs> funny. And the biggest thing is it comes back to like how relatable you are. And you are, you really did want to solve the problem of these sellers. And yeah. that shows in this situation. So I just, I didn't want to cut out the whole comping. I can talk about that, but Monique, congratulations, man. I'm so happy for you. And I'm, I'm glad you even asked me to help you out. So that was, it was a lot of fun this weekend.
1: So Thank you. kudos You're to you. You're instrumental in this, Caroline. Like I, if I didn't have someone comp, and that was my question. Like there is a pre-background question about, they were like, You guys need to comp your own deals, right? And I was like, "Oh," um, in the Q and A before the competition, where I was with like the judges in them, and I was like, "Oh, like I thought you guys did that for us." And they're like, "Yeah, we do, but like we're, um, we're gonna do it at our own pace. Like, don't rely on us. Mm -hmm. We're expecting you guys to be able to come." And I was like, freaked out. I was like, guys, I don't, I don't know how to comp. It's just not something I do. I literally, if you look at my business, it's my team does it for me. And then I call the seller Um, or I call a seller and then I buy time and I'll say, I'll I'll do a follow-up. And during the time between the follow-up, my team comps it, and then I I call back and they're like, Hey, like, no, that's what we need. Like we're, we don't want people complaining because the judges are too slow comping. So like you, you're on your own. And then Dan Quijano goes, he raises his hand. He goes, can we have a team? Like, can I use my transaction coordinator? And they're like, yeah, of course oh, can I have my team comp for me? Oh yeah, of course. And then that that's when I was like, okay, cool. We got this. Like we're, we're good. Like this is going to be the bag. Yeah. We got this.
0: So what I did for comping, um, it's guys, I've been doing it for so long now. So like I have the comping rules in the back of my head and, you know, because we are in the mentorship with pace and like, we've got to see like, um, Jamil and how he comps. I got to learn from one of the best. Like Jamil is an amazing comper. If you guys don't know Jamil Damji, you need Mm -hmm. to check him out. But learning his comping rules, Literally, I have it now ingrained in my brain. I don't even have to look at the sheet anymore because I did it every day, seven hours a day, sometimes even longer, depending on what was happening in the day. And I, we were able to just immediately see what you were doing. I remember you'd be on the phone. You hadn't even copied it yet. And I was typing out the address and I was copying it and I was plugging it in. So once you get things down, like if you do it, it's repetition and it becomes natural. And the more you get the hang of things, you know what to look for. So I knew to look for like Okay, this is a sole owner, or like I remember, there was one. You were on the phone with lady, and we found out she doesn't even own the property. Yep, she was delusional, one. and I remember just being in the chat. Uh, we were using a little a Google sheet. I would highlight it. I'm like, she doesn't own the property. Get off the phone. Don't waste your time with her. You know, like get out of here. You oh, I was crazy. gaming that would, one.
1: I was gaming because I was going for the verbal, and I was like, "Uh huh." Who cares? I was like, I was because because so that was so cool because you and Jeremy were both like, "Oh, she doesn't own. Get off the phone. You're not going to get a contract." I, we had already gotten Rochelle to send out a contract. I'm like, Hey, can I get points for the verbal? Can I get points in report? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, let me get, let me get a verbal. Yeah. That's what, like, that's the gamer <laughs> side of me. Right. Like, it was like, all right. Like, but she's with it. Like she wants to sell, like she's ready. So I'm like, Hey, let's put the ownership of the property to the side. Say you still own it lady. What are we talking? Let's negotiate right? So I'm like building points on negotiation. I'm building points on creative. I'm building, I'm building that verbal. And that's part of why I got that max point. So I'm like here, sitting in the the seat, like a gamer. And then you're like, crap, she doesn't even own this. Next, next, next. So those are the crazy decisions we have to make in like seconds.
0: Oh yeah. And you know what? It paid off. So the rest Mm -hmm. of us are just concerned. Like, I'm so glad you were able to, and that I think is one of the greatest attributes that you had the entire competition. You were so cool, calm, and collected, and that's something that we talked about before you went into the to the to the role play competition, or not even the role play competition. Excuse me, the closers Olympics. You're like, you know mm-hmm. what? I'm not going to focus on anything else except for who I am. I've been doing this for months. I've been able to close deals and lock them up. I know how to work this. So, because of your dedication, it showed off. Like it it came forth, and you got second place. A nobody that nobody'd ever heard of. On the freaking, you got in on the open call, you had to climb a fence, walk into a freaking (laughs) old field, call in, you didn't even have your phone number or your name on the the Zoom, you were some random phone number, and you got into the Closers Olympics and you got second place. Like, what a freaking wild ride, dude. So I just, I wanted to highlight this for anybody that does listen to this podcast. Like, guys, this is something that I struggled with for so long, myself, is just realizing If you focus on mastering one thing at a time, you're going to be unstoppable. Focus on understanding how to, when you get started, whatever task you may be doing, maybe you're trying to learn a new language, just get down your introduction. But like with us, when we're talking to sellers and we're trying to close deals, the first thing that you should be doing is being able to disqualify and Mm -hmm. find out if they're motivated because we don't want to waste our time with people that aren't. Now for a role play competition where you're trying to get points, 100%, get the lady who doesn't actually own the property to agree verbally to selling it to you. But in yes. real life, if, if it wasn't a competition where you're trying to get all these points and it's a game, you know, you're not going to waste your time on the phone with a woman who doesn't own the property. So think about what, and the cool thing is if you think about closing deals or whatever your task may be in life, maybe it's your job, maybe you're trying to get a promotion, you know, and in general for us, for our experience, for real estate, trying to get more contracts, turn it into a game if you turn it into a game, you're going to have so much more fun. I was kind of hoping that they were going to throw a twist at you guys and be like, Hey, you have to drop a funny word or get a seller to say a word during the competition. Because if, if you think about doing things like that through your everyday life, you're going to enjoy it a lot more. So I know you and I've talked about and some other things that we do like affirmations and manifestations and things. And one of mine is like, personally, I try, I say this to myself in the morning is I'm going to bring the joy into the room. Like I'm going to find a way to compliment people because it fills my cup up. I know that you helped, we were talking about like, hey, because so many people since this this, uh, Closer Olympics has happened have reached out to you to work with you, to send you deals. People want you to coach them, like all of these crazy things. And it comes back down to like, what is your purpose at the end of the day? And you have been focusing on being able to solve problems for people and, and seeing that with clarity. So guys, narrow the focus. I'm going to say it a few times through this podcast, but narrow the focus, expand the reach and know what your purpose is at the end of the day. And Monique, it's apparent yours was to make sure that you knew how to talk to sellers and be able to solve their problem and look at where you're at now. So I just really, really wanted to highlight that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Caroline. I, yeah. I, there's something I want people to notice. So, I want people, like, if there's one takeaway from this, out like, outside of, like, staying consistent and um, sticking to one thing and just mastering one thing, you know, instead of being a jack of all trades and a master of none,
0: mm-hmm. master
1: something, right? I want people to know that they need to get outside of their comfort zone. Oh, that's great. Um, they have to. I did not. Someone actually told me on Instagram. I think her name was Elena. She, um, wrote, she said in one of my posts, she goes, you should try out for the closure Olympics. And I said, no, I'm so busy this year. Maybe next year. I said, I said, no, I don't want to. And it wasn't a real no. It wasn't a real no. It was a, I'm kind of intimidated by it. And I have mm-hmm. other stuff. This is a great excuse because this looks like very stressful, chaotic, and scary. Mm-hmm. And if I wasn't very scared and I was very more confident about this, maybe, but I'm not confident. I'm kind of scared and overwhelmed, and this is a big monster. So I said no. And then Pace threw me into the fire, and I have one rule. This is a rule I live by. If Pace tells me to do something, I always will do it. Always, 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 always. That was a promise I made to myself when I joined this mentorship. It was if Pace ever gives me any direction directly on something, I will always do it. And so he told me to start a Twitch. I started a Twitch. He told me to hire cleaning ladies to clean my apartment so I have more time to talk to sellers. I did it. He told me to go try out for this and then bet $5,000, which he doubled it on the press release to $10,000 that I would freaking place. And so I'm like, I have no choice now. I have to do it. And during the role play uh, tryout, I had a thought, which was, man, if I can't get, service there was a relief like i don't have to do this yeah there was a relief i was like there was was a man yeah i considered just like just tapping out like this is not you know but there was there was a part of me that was like hey you know what no one is gonna be upset if you're at this thing and there's no service but you have to try your best to get service at the very least so that i was like i listened to that voice i was like let me hop this fence let me at least try getting service
0: Gave it that,
1: yeah, exactly. And I did, I walked a mile and my, the people who I went with the, the guys at the bachelor party was like, where the hell is Manifia it's supposed to be at the car? They're like texting me at the end of this thing. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I'm there. And they're like, what the F are you doing there? So what I'm trying to say is if I didn't hop the fence and get service and try for the role play, I wouldn't have done the next step, which was day one. Right. Like i wouldn't have done that. And if I didn't do day one, I wouldn't have done day two. And if I didn't do day two, I wouldn't have placed second. And it's crazy how your your success and just following through and staying committed and consistent can just snowball and and, and what's the word? Compound. That's the word. And
0: you compound and just think about like where you've like honestly come. And you know, earlier today we were actually talking about getting outside of our comfort zone. So that makes me lead into another thing. I know we've talked about the closers Olympics, but like That is so huge. If, if you want to like, whatever you want to do, wherever you want to change in your life. So I know that we talk about, you know, we want to be millionaires because somebody in our family needs us to be a millionaire. If there's nobody that's a millionaire in your family, you need to be the millionaire in your family. Your family needs you to be the millionaire because for me, what I say to myself is I need to be a millionaire because with money comes power, with power comes influence and with influence comes change. And there's so many things that I want to do. And we see the climate that the world's in today. Like, things are just not being ran, like, in my opinion, correctly. We have all, you know, we're a nation divided. We have all of these things going on, um, mm-hmm. that get in the way. Like one of my personal goals is to be able to like help out with domestic abuse victims and in their shelters and make sure like, you know, they're taken care of. And I was, I worked at the boys and girls club in college and I want to be able to get back to those things. And, um, having those, having those purposes in the back of your mind helps you in the morning. Like when you're like, you know what? I'm tired. I've just done three days of this Closer Olympics. It's been 12 hours each day, probably more. I have all of my family and friends calling me constantly. I'm going to sleep in today. But look at you. You've been, you've been getting back to, you have your W-2 still. You're still doing cybersecurity. You made time for a podcast yesterday. You've made time today. There are no excuses. And you're growing in an area where you're uncomfortable. Like it's, it's scary. It's new. But if you are the smartest person in the room, you need to get to another room. If you're getting comfortable, you need to, you need to continuously try and learn and find a new skill to take on so you can be the best version of yourself. Because if you stay where, if we stay in the same comfort zone that we're in, we're never going to be able to grow and to get better. And if you had not joined the mentorship, and if you had not started coming into the daily dial and raising your hand and doing like, where, where do you think you'd be right now, Monique, if you hadn't listened to your cousin Faisal and joined sub two, and then started coming into the daily dial, do you think you'd, I mean, like. How different would your life be now?
1: I would be spending one hour, twice a week. This is what I did for two years. One hour, twice a week, like comping deal, comping properties that I haven't even talked to sellers about. Like I haven't, like I would just comp and like, not even comp properly. I would just like look at them. Like this could be a good Airbnb. Like, let me look at Airbnb. Like, oh yeah, yeah. We could make this much money if we did this. And just like do these dry run renovations right that's what Mm -hmm. i was doing i was just like analyzing stuff that i didn't have under contract i it wasn't a business it was just like a weird hobby that's really what it was right so you you just like
0: yeah but you weren't really even taking action like you probably didn't have like a so now and this is i know last night when you were on wholesale Hotline because i listened to it afterwards and you know i heard rj bates talk about like their vision boards they have yeah. everybody put 300 items on their vision board. You know, before I started doing this last year, this is actually the year. I know that we are both currently single mm-hmm. um, and we are working on things. And this is the first year in my life, Monique, that I've actually been kind of like a no person. I have forever been the yes girl. Like, oh, mm-hmm. do you, are you uncomfortable? Let me help you out. Like, can I help you with this? You need me to do this for you? I will do this for you. And I would always fill up everybody else's cup before mm-hmm. my own. And mm-hmm. I would be so thirsty or the, my favorite analogy I like to use actually, is like you fly on an airplane and you don't put on your oxygen mask. I put on everybody else's and I'm suffocating. Mm-hmm. And what I realized was like, I have t- I don't, I don't think I talked about this in our last podcast, but like, I've brought this up so many times, like depression runs in my family mm-hmm. anxiety. I've had, I had anxiety for so long. Like I just wasn't happy. And that's why I did the 75 hard challenge. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, I'm spinning my wheels and nothing's changing. And when you finally narrow the focus and you figure out what you want to work on or what your purpose is or what you can do, I feel like I'm truly living my best life right now. Yes. Like I'm uncomfortable. There's a lot of like, and I like that. Like I want to constantly be changing. If you're not constantly changing, then you're getting stagnant and you're falling behind. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that is consistent in life, is change. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so huge. I just, I really do want to commend you, man. Like way to freaking go. Look at what, look at the little, I don't even think that you can grasp it. I don't think all of us can grasp what you have done this weekend. Like Munif Saza, a boy born in ba- Bangladesh. How do you say it? I know that's not how you say it. Bangla-
1: if you're speaking English, you can say Bangladesh. It's Bangladesh. I, want you
0: to- Bangladesh. I wanted to hear it like you would say it. So Bangladesh. Okay a boy from Bangladesh comes to the United States is featured on one of the biggest platforms. And you probably just impacted, I mean hundreds of thousands of lives because that's going to be seen forever. And now other people are going to be like, like, do you know how many people I've seen just in the mentorship that were in there? Like, Oh my gosh, watching the closures Olympics and seeing how many would handle these calls. I have been focusing on the wrong thing. I haven't even truly been solving the problem of my seller and like, the greatest thing, in my opinion, with real estate and what we do is, we're able to solve problems. Look how dark it's gotten on me. Look at little sunset now. Yeah, look I mean. at how, um, look how many people you've been able to impact in a positive light. Like mm-hmm. more people are going to be able to save save sellers from foreclosure, mm-hmm. from like tax liens, from all of these things that are going on because they saw like you did it. You were able to focus on one thing. Find clear, clear purpose and what you want to do. I know behind you you even have your rules still up from the oh, challenge that role, you're yes. focusing on. I mean, it's I'm excited to see what happens in the next few months. Because of what you've done, I think a lot of people are gonna realize I can do this if Munif can do this and he was just gonna be spending one hour a day half assing comping. Like, like uh, imagine like what all of us can do. And if you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't even have to be real estate find whatever you're going to do and be consistent at it and have a plan. Because if you don't have a plan, you're planning to fail. And that's really huge. So I really just wanted to drive that home. I think that is just so amazing, man. And it's, it's really, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's really cool. That's what I really wanted to say.
1: Thank you, Caroline. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't have done yeah. it without you. I, I, I want to, um, I want to commend you. You took this on at such short notice and like you came through for me and Daniel so freaking hard. Like, what was going on in your head? Were you stressed out? Is like, I was stressed out. Like, Fies, he told me after the competition, he was like, dude, I was so stressed out. I didn't want to show you how stressed I was, but I was so freaking stressed out. How, how was it being on that end on the Discord and seeing everything and comping?
0: So, that's a great question. You know, honestly, I think talking to you and Daniel and just knowing because we put in all of last week before the competition, you I know, mean, you've heard, I, you've heard me say this in the zooms that we do on our own, but like practice how you play. And I wasn't actually nervous. I mean, I wanted to make sure like we could give you the best information as quickly as possible. Like, This is honestly why I created that sheet that we had to communicate because I didn't want it to be simple. I wanted it to be quick and easy, highlighted in the color. You saw the note that I sent you, whereas we had a Discord chat that was just, it could be confusing. So for anybody listening, I know we're doing this on a Zoom so we can see each other, but like make whatever your task is as simple as possible. Mm -hmm. So I knew if we had one thread where like eight people were commenting That would be, we couldn't get the message across to you. And that would have, if we did that, I would have been nervous. And that's honestly why I created that sheet. I was like, no, 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 we're going to have something where you have one thing to look at. It's a bright white sheet. I'm going to highlight everything in bright green so you can see it if it's an emergency and look what happened with that. But no, I actually wasn't nervous. I mean, to be honest, like the properties that you got, like we had even practiced the week before, like you contacted a seller in Gary, Indiana who bought a house for $597. And like, you know, one of the things I, I had, uh, Robert who lives with me, we were he was listening in on that call and he's like, did he just offer a woman $2,500 for her house? And I was like, yeah, it's Gary, it's <laughs> Indiana. But you know, one of those things is like, I wasn't nervous because we'd been practicing yes, before the the competition. So I was like, muneef got this in the bag. We'd talked so many times, like the way that you kept your composure helped me stay cool, calm and collected. But I don't think I would have been nervous because- we put in the work. And yeah. if you practice and you are always like battle ready or whatever you'd like to say, it's not going to be hard in that competition. You heard RJ Bates the same thing he said yesterday. He's like, I don't even like listen to the calls. I watch my body language. I didn't listen to anybody else in the competition. Like, you stayed in your lane. Mm-hmm. And because I stayed in my lane, I know how to comp, I know how to like pull up things really quickly, compare the properties. I can now, like if you would have gotten at me in January, I would have told you, hell no, there's no way I'll comp properties for you. I'm not going to mess this up. Mm-hmm. But now it's November. I've been comping consistently every day since January. Right. I can comp with my eyes closed and I can mm-hmm. get you an answer in no time because I've been doing this every day. So yeah. no, I'm I, I to, to to make a really long answer short now is I was not nervous because we talked about it and we were prepared. And I've just seen you, like, I, I know we talk about this all the time when we're calling and we text each other, like seeing you come into like this version of yourself. Like I knew from the, the beginning when you joined the mentorship and we got to interact, like the way that we've talked about it, you'd give responses and you give feedback, but like there's, you put your money where your mouth is. You are not going to put one foot in and one foot out. You're going to go all in. And that's what separates you from so many people. And like anybody that's listening you can change and do this to yourself. If you're tired of where you are and you don't like, for me, like a year ago, a little over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. uh, I had a small business caught on fire. Uh, The pandemic of 2020 had just happened. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have a home. I was couch surfing. Like I had, I did not have much money to my name. I had this victim mentality mindset. And I was like, nothing's ever gonna change. And then I got into real estate and I had a few wholesale deals happen. And then I joined sub two and then I surrounded myself with people that were taking care of themselves, themselves mentally. And they had a reason and, and purpose. So anybody that's listening to this podcast, you don't have to be involved in real estate. You don't have to be the Moonu Saza. You don't have to be the Caroline Harbaugh. You can be yourself and you can figure out what's the most important thing or where you want to be and what you want to work on and accomplish that. And that's really what I want to drive home. Like what is the phrase I'm going to think of this phrase after this podcast is over, but think about where you want to be. Okay. Think about where you want to be in a year from now. And don't just like, think about it. I want you to smell it. What is it going to smell like in a year from now? Are you going to be in a new house? Are you going to be in a new car? You're going to have that new car smell. What is it going to feel like? Are you going to focus on getting in the best shape of your life? Do you want to like reconnect with your kids? Do you want to reconnect with like your partner, whatever it is, Find what that is and write it down in your journal every evening and every morning and remind yourself your reason why, Mm -hmm. and you can accomplish it. And I think that goes to show for both of us. I mean, there's so many things that I want to continue to work on myself and push myself, but you did that. You wanted to be a closer and you're a closer. I wanted to be able to comp properties as quickly as possible. And I'm able to comp properties like in under two minutes, like that goes to show hard work. You were, you were calm, dude. You did, I could not tell that you were nervous. I know after you did your nervous. role play, you were like, Jesus. after you did, or after I keep saying role play, cause that's what we do all the time. After you made your calls, you're like, man, I'm nervous now that you're giving me my scores. But like, when you're on the phone, it's kind of like, you know, you see those commercials where they put on their, like their headphones and like everything, you don't hear the crowd anymore. You just think you were in the zone on your calls. Yeah. I know Faisal was behind you and I know that we were giving these chats, but like you had you had the blinders on you were focused on your goal and you accomplished it and that's i think that's the biggest takeaway from this episode um from our second episode of our podcast is have clarity in what you guys want to accomplish if you have a problem identify the problem and write it out and then reverse engineer how you're going to solve it and i think you did that i mean you had you have a business coach that you see uh do you see them once a week once a week yeah once a week you came out with, and you've, every time I've told you to do something with me, I'm like, Hey man, have a vision board. Hey man, create a 90 day plan. And you have, where did I, where have I heard these things? I heard them from pace Mm -hmm. pace, heard them from somebody else that was successful. Like we Mm -hmm. are now pouring. for me, at least I'm pouring more into myself than I ever have in my life. And that's, what's helped me be successful.
1: That's awesome. So yeah.
0: So that's my long answer for comping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you comp faster than the judges for everyone here. I, I was getting feed, like, I was getting comps from the judges, people who are like making millions of dollars in real estate and they were taking their sweet time. And you had, you had comps for me in like seconds, like 30 seconds, 40 seconds, 15, sometimes like 10, 15 seconds. It was crazy. And then like the judges would give me their comps. And they'd be like worse than your comps. Like, no Oh my problem. gosh.
0: I remember they kept changing one of the comps a few times, but you know what? It's all that matters, dude. It comes back down to the team effort that came through here. And you got second place, man. And <laughs> I, you know what? I do want to highlight on this, this podcast, before we do wrap this up, Rochelle freaking Jarvis. Yes. Constant close. Oh my gosh. She stayed even on her anniversary. Yep. She was like, getting contracts out, calling sellers, being able to solve any problem, coming over any objection that they had. So, I mean, it takes a village guys. And the biggest, the other biggest thing that I, if you can take away anything is what I love and that we were both doing a 75 part at the same time, Monique, I know that we, we, you did it and you talked about how it helped you through, through like the breakup that you had and everything, like having a battle buddy. I know we hear so many people preach squatting up, but like, guys, find a battle buddy that you can be accountable with and you are going to see your numbers and yourself change. It's not always fun to do things by yourself, Mm -hmm. but to have somebody that you can talk about your trials and tribulations with like that is going to help you tenfold. So I just really want to drive that home too. Like we had a little village and that made it so much more enjoyable. We were able to talk about things, strategize and like give you feedback. I remember, um, it was Sunday, I think. It was the, the f- rollover day. And I got to give you feedback on one of your calls. And I was like, Hey, cause you went straight into a terms pitch with a woman. You went yes. cash and then you went straight to, Hey, would you take terms? And yeah. I, I remember I was like, I really hope you hear my, cause I sent you an audio message. am like, you did great. This is my one critique. Like you need to dig into the pain, dig into the pain, do that third party story, and then paint the solution. And you're just, you're ready to pivot. And that's what I think separates you from the rest of the herd. So I know, I think this turned into a, a Munif praising podcast where I was talking 90% about how awesome you were, but I just really want to drive home like, dude, and anybody that listens to this podcast, you can be the Munif Saza. You can be the Caroline. As long as you like, like look yourself in the eye and audit yourself. Look, go into a mirror right now, find wherever you're at, wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're in your car, listen, look at the mirror and look at yourself. Are you, where you want to be? Are you on track to where you want to go? do you want something to change? Like really focus on that and, and get after it. Like mm-hmm. talk, like it's not always fun. Like right. if you're like, man, like seriously, like I'd also did the 75 hard cause I was getting fat, man. I was getting fat. I was like, I was, I was sitting still a lot. I was eating sugar and I was like, dang, I'm getting a little love handle here. I'm getting chubby. <laughs> and I had to say like, Caroline, you're getting fat. Like you're not in high school anymore. Do you want to be like, do you want to be fat? Do you, I was, I had, lower back pain all the time. I don't know if you remember saying that, Munif. Yeah. You know, I had lower back pain because my muscles were tight because I wasn't stretching. Guess what I'm doing now? Hot yoga. Also nice. guys, my plug for the hot yoga is really great. You should try it. I did not know it was hot yoga when I went in, but like the whole point of what I want to say is if you want to be somewhere else, do the tough things. Yeah. And Munif, I'm so glad that I get to call you a friend. I'm so glad that I get to jump in and do a podcast with you. I'm glad that we get to do Zooms once a week. Like yes. you are the kind of person I want to be around. I love our circle. I love, I, I just love what we have with everybody in our community. Um, It's huge. So that's, I'm going to stop rambling on forever and talking about this, but like, this is what gets me excited. Like I have been down in the dumps and I hadn't, I didn't have like a true purpose. And I just felt like I was just existing instead of living. And it's just, I'm happier now doing like constantly trying to challenge myself. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I went hiking at, I went up hiking at 5am the other day so I could see sunrise. Like I just want, I, we only have one, we, you know, not, that's not what I want to say. We only die once we live every day. And that is so, I really want to like, I was just existing and now I'm excited to wake up. I feel like it's Christmas day every day. I am so excited. Like what am I going to do today? Who am I going to help today? Yeah. how am I going to get better? So that's what I wanted to bring home. I think, uh, I've kept you on here long enough. You might want to get some rest.
1: So <laughs> what, <laughs> know, what,
0: uh, what, um, anything else that you'd like to talk about yeah. from this weekend or in our podcast, well, uh,
1: Minnie? I wanted to say this. I want to, we can leave it on this Caroline. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming through for me when I needed you most. And thank you so much for being my friend,
0: dude. Same goes for you, man. I got your back whenever. Um, you need to get out here to Arizona. I'm excited for us to hang out.
1: Yes, I was in Arizona, and then you were. I in know, Arizona. I
0: know, I know, I know. I was <laughs> back at a wedding. Um,
1: but, uh, maybe, the, maybe one of the masterminds. I, I can't do this December, but I'll. I'll um, <clears throat> I really want to go to the one in February. I really, really. So,
0: want to to okay, we're gonna hang out. It's gonna happen. You know, we're actually probably gonna get a ski session going on if we get some of these deals yes. closed. Push that deal out. But, Sub-seash. um, so my Instagram handle is the Caroline Kane. Your Instagram handle is
1: Munif Saza,
0: Munif Saza, M-U-N-I-F-S-A-Z-A. Okay. Kane yep. for me is spelled C-A-I-N. Um, if you guys want to work with Muneef, because I know so many people have been reaching out to you, if you want to work with Muneef or have him call your leads, You Can they can message
1: you on Instagram and connect with you there? Just perfect Instagram. And I'll send you to one of my partners um, who handle like a lot of the the lead gen stuff. And if you've got like, say you're like, oh, I'm I'm an active wholesaler, I've too many leads, and I want to send Muni if I want to send you all my leads because our closing department, our acquisitions department is is, you know, need some work. And so we we have a surplus and we want to send you a ton of leads um, I will, I'll, I'll show you my processes. I'll show you my business. I'm happy to walk you through all of that in a zoom call. I'm doing about three of those zooms this week, actually for wholesalers who, um, they might be strong in dispositions or they may be strong in lead generation, but Mm -hmm. their closing department, um, might be lacking. So uh, I'm doing like multiple partnerships like that where me and my team we're called the, we're called the, um, we're called ninja acquisitions. That's what we're
0: calling ourselves. Ninja acquisitions. I love that.
1: Um, right? And we're going to be the best freaking closers in the country. My team is going to be participating next year in the 2022 Closers Olympics. And my team is going to be taking home first, second, and third place.
0: I don't know, man. I'm going to have to join your team because everybody keeps asking a girl to get into the Closers oh, Olympics. And yeah. I might have to like crack some knuckles and get in there. i have to be on the Ninja oh my acquisition you, soon.
1: You would crush it. Caroline, you would- Man, freaking-
0: I was I was doing acquisitions for so long and I was like, well, I'm running Dispo now, so I should be selling the deals, but we'll see. how I'm going to work on uh, my closing. I'm actually calling sellers on Thursday for the Driving for Deals Challenge, so we'll see how that goes. But That's if you guys cool. need help selling deals on my Instagram page, you can actually see mm-hmm. it's the link at the bottom. So mine's just DispoCaroline.com and I'd be more than happy. My team will reach out to you and let you know where you are on your deals. But um, we need- nope. What a wild ride this has been so far. I know it's late where you are. It's, it's finally dark where I am. I can't <laughs> believe how dark it got, how quick it is. Um, I'm excited for this podcast to be available to everybody. If you guys ever need anything again, the quickest way to get a hold of us is on Instagram. Um, thank you for listening to the second episode of What's Your Problem? Mene, bring us home.
1: I appreciate you. I love you, and you guys are <laughs> awesome. Catch ups next time at What's Your Problem? Peace.
0: Bye, everybody.